Welcome back to ADHD Remission. So I actually uh, lied in the last episode. I'm just going to be recording this right now. Uh, might as well. I'm out here. So if you're new, if you're new, if you're new, first of all, I'm sick. Second of all, if you're new, um, this is ADHD Remission where I talk about how I, you know, put my ADHD in remission without drugs or alcohol. Well, I did use drugs, but and then it got better. So uh, this is part of a six episode kind of series, a six step framework that I have for reversing ADHD because I think that these are the six things which are causative in ADHD. So I'm just gonna be making six introductory episodes. So, so far we've done uh, intro to dopaminergics, intro to endocrine disruptors, and this one is going to be in- Intro to polyunsaturated fatty acids. Oh boy. Okay. We're not gonna be going on on any other any studies in this video. Okay, this is not gonna be a scientific video. This is gonna be introductory, this is gonna be based on my experience. Although do not fear I have a lot of studies, but we're just not gonna be talking about them in this video because it's introductory. And the last episode was really long, this episode will not be that long. Just me going over it briefly. Because last episode, I actually told you stuff that you can do to, you know, um, fix the problem. So, polyunsaturated fatty acids. What are they? If, if you don't even know what it is. So, it's a fat, right? When you see the nutrition label, you see fats, carbohydrates, proteins. It's a type of fat. So, there's saturated fat. Um, there's monounsaturated fat. And there's polyunsaturated fat. And... The more, I think it's, yeah, so saturated fats are, what? Dude, how, how am I making a video on this? And I don't remember whether it has double bonds or doesn't have double bonds. How many double bonds does poop have? Okay. Okay, yes, double bonds, all right. Double bonds are where it has, are, with things I don't like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I probably sound really stupid to you guys. Um, but the less double bonds it has, so saturated has no double bonds, monounsaturated has one double bond, and polyunsaturated has two or more double bonds. So these monounsaturated fats that we've been told are so healthy are really pretty similar to monounsaturated fats and less similar to the polyunsaturated fats. Um, I believe that polyunsaturated fats are actually one of the biggest health crises in the world right now, right next to endocrine disruptors. So, these cause a lot of problems. I'm not sure where to start, so I'll just start with the ADHD. So, the first thing is that these things... No. No, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to step back a little bit. So, the first, the first problem is that the more saturated fat is... The less double bonds it has, the more stable it is in the face of oxidation. This is not debatable. It's not. It's simply not. Okay. This is not really up for do- I mean, it, it's not something that anyone disagrees on. Like Harvard will tell you this is true. The American Heart Association, the American Procter and Gamble Association will tell you this is true. Um, and where, why does it matter? Right? Why does it matter if it's stable? So. Well, it matters for a couple of reasons. One of them, when it gets in your body, and one of them, when you're cooking with it. So, 
when you're cooking with something, you want a stable fat. You want something that's not going to oxidize. And the less stable it is in the face of oxidation, the more likely it is to oxidize. Why does it matter if it oxidizes? Well, when lipids oxidize, it creates formaldehyde, benzene, acrolein, um, free radicals, 4-HNE. And fun fact, acrolein, um, it's the main, um, main oxidative breakdown product. Uh, ox- it's the main thermal breakdown product of tobacco. Um, 46 cigarettes. 46. Imagine if you smoked 46 cigarettes. You'd probably just die right then and there. 46 cigarettes has the same amount of acrolein as one cup of McDonald's french fries. One cup of McDonald's french fries. Because they're so oxidized, oxidized so easily. This is why I never eat fast food, or I don't really, I never eat bad restaurants either. So, um, you can get them cold pressed. They're still probably going to oxidize in transport, and if they don't, then they're going to oxidize a decent amount when you cook with them. If you're not getting cold-pressed in organic, or if you're not getting cold-pressed, um, and it's hot-pressed, then it's going to be pre-oxidized when you get it. So the production process of this, the, the quote, these... Oh, I, okay, I've, been, I've been using the word polyunsaturated fats. The term you probably know them as is seed oils. So you've heard, seed oils, seed oils, seed oils, seed oils. You know, all the experts have debunked it, but they haven't freaking debunked it, okay? They haven't. They haven't. It's stupid. Um, the experts have not explained why we ate a diet of a ton of super high saturated fat, super high sugar for a million years, and we were fine. And now we're eating um, a bunch of cheese seed oils, and our health keeps getting worse. They haven't answered that. Uh, they haven't answered why they are more susceptible to lipid peroxidation. They haven't answered why they are anti-androgenic and antidopaminergic and serotonergic. That is the reason that I believe they cause ADHD. That's the main reason and the reason that they caused a ton of inflammation because they're all oxidized. So when the way that they're processed, they take, you know, some seed. If it's canola, they have to like process it extra to get rid of the, the toxic stuff that's inherently in canola because humans aren't supposed to be eating it. Let's let's take the example of corn. Let's take the example yeah, corn. So They'll take the, the corn. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but just in general, seeds, they're called RBD. So they're called refined. So they do a bunch of processes. Um, they wash it with heptane. And it has a little bit of heptane in it because as I, or as I, you, you would see it in the last episode, but um, the new Bill Gates appeal on the, on the organic stuff, which is a trans fat, actually permits up to 23,000 parts per million of heptane. I'm pretty sure vegetable oils do that too because... Um, it's not perfect chem- chemistry, right? So, heptane is a neurological toxin and a carcinogen and an estrogen. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what they wash the seeds with. So, it's called re- it's called refined, and they bleach them. And then, since they are so oxidized and they would taste so rancid if you ate it, they deodorize it. And I'm not sure how they do that, but that sounds disgusting to me. And also, they're literally doing it because they're pre-oxidized so they have formaldehyde and benzene and acrolein and 4-HNE and free radicals. You do not want to be eating these things. And that's just the start of their troubles. Right? Um, we're not going to go that into that. We're not going to go too deep. The, the last thing I'm going to talk about is the fact that, and this is completely undebatable, the last thing, you know, Harvard will 
um, do a bunch of mental gymnastics and say like, oh, it actually doesn't oxidize unless it hits its uh, uh, its steaming temperature. Would, I don't, I don't know. The smoke point, that's not true. Um, if you get it hot pressed, it's already hit smoke point. The heat's like 400, 800 degrees. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just not true. There are a ton of, even if you ask chat, this is, all right, this is stupid. This is not a reliable source. But even if you ask ChatGPT, it'll tell you that that's wrong. But that's not a good source. Okay, that was that was a garbage joke. But I mean, it's not true. There are so many conditions on which uh, fats can oxidize, and the truth is that saturated fats is not really going to oxidize unless it's a smoking point. Monounsaturated fats less likely. Um, polyunsaturated fats can, without much difficulty, oxidize below their smoking points. So this is why I don't use it. Can these experts explain why, you know, something like 50 or 60% of fish oil extracts are almost fully oxidized when people will take them? It's because they're just oxidized during transport. It's not because they're heated to, you know, 3,000 degrees. It's just because they're weak oils, and so they're going to oxidize. So these experts at, you know, Rolling Stone and Harvard and all these idiots who have made articles on it, I, okay, I really, really, really would love to hear them talk about how polyunsaturated fats are anti-androgenic. I, I would just love to hear one of these expert scientists explain that. How can something that's so good for us be so anti-androgenic? We, we know that low androgens cause ADHD, depression. Well, they don't say that it causes ADHD. I believe that. It causes depression. It causes anxiety. It causes obesity, diabetes. It causes literally every single problem when you have low androgens. How could lowering, and we know as a society right now, there is probably not a single person who has a problem with low androgens unless they're taking steroids, or high androgens unless they're taking steroids. Every single person, every single guy in America who's natural could benefit from higher androgens. Every single one, right? So um, how can something that's so good for us be so impairing to our androgen levels? Um, I don't buy it. And you've seen the experts, they'll address the easy arguments of, you know, like, oh, it's processed, or, oh, it has linoleic acid. Actually, linoleic acid's infl- anti-inflammatory. They'll, they'll address, like, the, the low-hanging fruit, but they won't address the fact that, oh, uh, another thing, <laughs> it attaches to your cannabinoid receptor. So one thing, one thing I've heard from these people, seed oils are cardioprotective. The thing that causes heart disease is excess calories. Well, the reason people are consuming excess calories is because, well, I'll put it like this. If you've ever smoked weed before, um, you'll know that you get the munchies. Why the munchies happen has something to do with your cannabinoid receptor. What do seed oils do? What does linoleic acid do? It literally attaches to your cannabinoid receptor because it agonizes this thing called 2-AG, which is an endogenous cannabinoid. So if you're consuming high amounts of linoleic acid, it's literally going to give you the munchies 24-7. So if this doesn't... And I've never seen an expert talk about that. I've never seen that. Never once. The only thing they'll talk about... They'll, t- they may, they'll maybe talk about oxidation. They'll talk... And they'll look at epidemiology. Oh, people who eat more seed oils or... Whatever. Um, they'll talk about, you know... The fact that omega-6 is anti-inflammatory. They'll talk about... They'll talk about all this stuff. They won't talk about the fact that it lowers testosterone and androgens. They won't talk about the fact that it radically increases serotonin and radically decreases dopamine. And they won't talk about the fact that, you know, it 
agonizes 2-AG and it makes you hungry. And they won't talk about the fact that we never ate any of this trash for 2 million years and we were fine, but now we're getting heart disease because of too much saturated fats. Ridiculous. Um, man, this episode has nothing to do with ADHD. This is a rant. <laughs> but, yeah, as I said, they all you really need to know for it to cause ADHD is that it radically decreases dopamine and it radically increases serotonin. And we're going to go into more on the sixth episode, which is going to be serotonin. But um, just know, anytime something decreases dopamine significantly, that is not going to be good for ADHD because ADHD is a dopaminergic condition. So, and the way it does this is by two things. It does it by lowering androgens, which control your dopamine, and it does this by increasing serotonin, which... Um, is anti-dopaminergic. That is really all you need to know to stay far away from these things. Um, and the fact that one cup of McDonald's french fries has 46 cigarettes worth of acrolein. Um, I would never eat a drop of this stuff in my life. You know? And there's, there's so much, there's so much propaganda on it. There's so much propaganda on it. It's so stupid. These things are literally the cheapest, most processed, oils in existence and yeah they're healthier than something we've been eating for 2 million years ridiculous but it's cool because um, it, it's, it's honestly it's, it's entertaining I don't, I don't really pay attention to the seed oil debate anymore because it's just so it's so it's so over it's not debatable anymore it's not it's not a conversation I'm not listening to these experts I'm not and dude the experts are not fucking healthy okay they're not they're He's just like a fat guy telling you you should be eating It's ridiculous. But for me, I haven't looked at anything in the last couple of months because the debate is so over. Okay. The experts only address the stupidest arguments. They won't address, <laughs> like I said, they won't. I, I'm, I'm rambling. Okay. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. They also cause insulin resistance and they also cause um, a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think they cause uh, sunburn, which is, that's a weird one. So we're going to get into that. But, yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you're not too put off by my rambling or my my sick voice. I'm actually feeling better than I was in the last episode, which was like 20 minutes ago. But, yeah, yeah. stuff's going away. My immune system. It's because I don't eat seed oils. But, yeah, have a good day. See you in the next episode. Next episode is going to be on... Oh, I closed it. Exercise. All right. See you.